The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. The clock is ticking, counting down the remaining moments before Rebecca and Lance fall prey to the wealthy Victor Shargarov. Will Relic and Simon be able to help? Listen into this final episode of Kurt's Game and find out what happens. Enjoy the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. We are back in the shed for Adventures from the Shed. Everyone, this is Kurt. I am guest game mastering. Joe, thanks for letting me do it. We are psyched to be back here for the third and final hour today of our modern espionage adventure. I'll give you all a recap in a little bit, but before we do that, I want to remind you, check us out at adventuresfromtheshed.com. That'll link you up to all of our social media. Uh, Most importantly, you can find us on Facebook where there's some conversation going on, and we would love it if you consider giving us a five-star rating or any rating at all over on iTunes because that will help people find the show. If you like gaming, Dungeons & Dragons, and other role-playing games, uh, we hope you'll listen, and we hope you'll uh, recommend us to your friends. All right, I'll give a recap in a minute. In a minute, but before then, let's go around the table, and I will start with my left for, with Miss Rebecca the Hacker. Hi. Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I play Rebecca, the hacker slash cat burglar, criminal background mastermind of this dastardly duo. Of, no, there's four of us. That's a duo <laughs> times two. There you go. It's a double duo. Squared duo. Duo square. That's pretty good right there. Actually, pretty is yeah. Uh, so JJ here, and I'm playing uh, Relic Nils. Um, he is the gruff and you know just angry old guy that's you know really good at driving because he doesn't believe in this newfangled Tesla autopilot crap. He's an angry old But dude. is he the, uh, get too old for this shit. Dad, who, guys, who's dad's in the group? <laughs> this is Chris. I'm playing Simon Magus, the cunning linguist. <laughs> I get it. Are you, are you a master debater? Sometimes. <laughs> and I'm Joe. I'm playing Lance McBell, the ex-cop with a hand of fake. A hand of fake indeed. And as I said, I am Kurt. I am game mastering this uh, one-shot adventure. And we have a team of four highly trained, super covert operatives working to defend American interests. Over our last couple of episodes, they have been working to find out what has been happening with the death and disappearance of multiple uh, white hat hackers who are working for the agencies and for uh, the team here. They have found Hans Schrieber with his throat slit ear to ear. They found Zheng Huang with his, uh, the back of his head blown off by a shotgun in Chinatown. And then they were invited out to a party. also had the black triangle on his hand. He did, you're right. So both of them had some type of black triangle marking. Uh, and then Rebecca, the hacker, was invited out to a party being thrown by the CEO of FeedingFrenzy.com. And when she and Lance uh, entered the party... Say it. S- say it? It was a trap. It's, it's a, a trap. trap. Uh... <laughs> So, so they realized that the, see, that the connection between Feeding Frenzy uh, and the shark fin and all this led to Victor Sharkaroff, who is the, uh, at least his front is that he's the CEO of FeedingFrenzy.com. Uh, at this point in time, Simon is working uh, as a covert member of the food services staff. Relic is waiting outside, presumably in the getaway ride. But when we finish the episode... Victor, who had been very, very charming, let his facade down and showed Rebecca that his intentions were not pure and that he had no interest in her or her team continuing the defense of these hackers, these uh, white hat hackers. And when he left the library in which they were situated, uh, Lance and Rebecca smelled what could not be good gas coming into the room. So we're going to pick up there. The room that they are in is a old-fashioned... Uh, kind of Harvard Club-style library. The building they're in is a very modern contemporary, but this is a dark-paneled mahogany library with leather chairs, uh, inlaid bookshelves to the, to the ceiling. This is 18- to 20-foot ceilings, um, leather chairs. Uh, uh, Lance was having a brandy while Victor uh, conferred and chatted with uh, Rebecca. At the end of last episode, uh, Victor left the room, closed the doors behind him. They latched solidly. Uh, And at that point, both of the characters immediately started to smell some type of gas entering the room. And they knew it was not good. And they knew that at best they can hold their breath for three minutes. 
and we are going to play their attempt to escape from this room in real time. So We're before we start that... Question. Uh, question. <laughs> uh, in my observation as watching this thing, did uh, Victor clo- open the door into the room? And that cl- was my question. Does the door swing in or out? Uh, so the door, it actually is a double door that swang, it swung, swung, swang? swing, swang, swing in to the library. Okay. And he closed it, pulling it behind him. And you would think that would be an easy door to break, but this is, a, as you will see, a solid door with a numeric key lock on mm-hmm. it and I a key I was thinking pass. about the hinges. So, but uh, where, where are the, uh, the hinges are on the inside then? Yes. So that we just we could pull the pins out. Hey, there you go, and just leave. Hey, get the stop. fuck out of my head! <laughs> the gas is going starting now. You guys can figure it out. You have three minutes. Can I pull the pins out of the hinges and open the door that way? Is Lance wearing his glasses? We have more than three minutes because Kurt messed up the time. Awesome! Yeah. Hang on a sec. GM fail. Well, Let's go. That's awesome. Are you wearing your glasses, Lance? Oh yeah, I'd still yeah. Be Can we switch it to like a thermal view so you can get the uh, his uh, touching of the pad? Maybe the yeah, you can try that and the yeah, but you still right. got four. Code, so but Lan- Lance tosses, uh, tosses away the copy of uh, Refin Sharks and How to Swim with Them uh, onto the floor and immediately runs over to the door and starts monkeying with the door to see if he can get it open. All right, so he monkeys Root the door. Force. He pulls. It's there's no movement at all. Okay. Are there any air vents in the room? So you look around. Roll very quick perception check. Quick, quick, quick. Both of you and Lance. Oh shit! Right, Lance I, looks I would up. have nineteen. Lance sees a moderate, medium-sized vent, uh, fifteen feet up on one wall, so five feet down from the top of the ceiling. But it appears bolted with uh, screws on. All right, we're screwed, and so is that vent. Um, uh, You've already does... seen a large bay window on one wall. Yep. There's a vent, and there's a numeric keypad on the door. The other side. There's got to be more than seconds. one exit out of the room. What's the other exit? There's got to be more than one exit out of the room. What's the other exit? That's the only door. There's only one door into the room. This place is not up to fire code. I call foul. Shoot the shoot the window. Okay. Shoot um, the window. I go right up to it, take out my silenced Walter PPK, and start shooting to try and uh, spiderweb the window, assuming it's going to be a pretty heavy-duty window. Okay. And um, I'll just keep shooting rounds into it because I'm not going to make enough noise to disturb anyone in the party on the other side of the door. All right. So bam, 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 bam. No, it's more like... Hit the glass. You start. To, it starts to spider. Yeah. Fairly small spiders. It's definitely cracked it, but nowhere near breaking the glass. It's obviously reinforced bulletproof. One thirty. Punch it. Your, because your I know. Hand gets I through. know my hand can be replaced. My left hand. I'll just start bashing it as hard as I can against a spot that is spider webbed. I am not particularly strong. Okay. So you bad. Roll me a very quick d twenty plus strength. Uh, I'm seeing 18. all this, right? Okay. All right. So that actually makes a significant. It's now started to spider mm-hmm. significantly. Uh, One ten. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, get the, the four-way tire iron out, and I'm going to start throwing it at the window from the outside. From outside, quick roll, plus four. D20 plus four, quick. Uh, 15. Awesome. All right, that's, that's more. Uh, 50 seconds. So the glass appears to be breaking significantly at this point. Uh, you hear also commotion outside. They've clearly heard this noise, heard some type of shooting, and people are coming. Okay, I say to, 45 seconds. say to Rebecca, we need to build momentum. We're going to run together, and we're going to run. We're going to ram gonna it. We're going to run hand first with my fist in front of me, both of us together, holding on to each other, as much as much kinetic energy as we can get behind the, the run right up to the window. Let's ram it. Let's all do right. it. So th- together. The, all right, and this is, this, so you're on the first so floor. So both of us together, what's that, like 150 pounds maybe? All right, so you're going to run. <laughs> Sorry. At this point, 18 seconds left. You guys right. are together. You run. And you throw yourself full effort at the window. Roll me two d sixes. That's eight on the dice. Add four strength. Four, uh, plus two for me. Ten. Same here. Quick, quick. Two d six. Oh, two d six. Ten seconds. Twelve. Oh, she rolled twelve. twelve. Awesome. Oh yeah, we made right. it through. So you both launch yourselves full effort, no restraint. As your maximum lungs, effort, you're barely able to to, to exert. The <laughs> because you've been holding your breath so long. That it's like that moment where you're almost about to pass out from holding it. And as you hit the spider glass, fortunately, it breaks completely beyond you. And you go flying through the glass, both of you together. You can see it almost in slow motion out the window. Tuck and roll, tuck and roll. Onto the, there's an open kind of a patio uh, with kind of fancy, ornate Roman design outside. And you both go falling out ass over teacup onto the patio. I'm, I'm going to go with the first episode and say every time Lance goes through something, it's a belly flop. If you want a belly flop. <laughs> yeah, you, he's mean, not, get, not at all graceful. All right, not so at all. Six seconds to spare. You guys are outside of there. At this point, inside the library, the doors barge open. 
Three uh, of the security guards in tuxedos, weapons drawn, are coming into the library behind you. And I say, don't read that book. Take cover. So, so um, oh, um, one of the guard, one of the blonde, kind of Germanic-looking guys pulls up right at you. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, shooting at Lance, and oh. the first couple miss, and then uh, a bullet hits you right in the back of your calf. And like, I find read the book then. A solid hit, like okay. you've, you've been shot in the leg. Son of a bitch! Now I'm like relic. Right. So you're on the ground holding your calf. What are you doing? Tourniquet to help him to prevent him from bleeding out, and then I'm going to help. Can you hear me? I can. Is that better? I'm just thinking That's about better. how easy you're going to be able to shoot while you're giving him a tourniquet. Well, I've got to help he keep him from bleeding out. I'm also out in there as well. So he, he was close enough to have thrown a tire iron. Right, so tell me what yeah. you guys are all doing. Um, so I'm I would, going to fire back while she pull, works to, on pulling him to safety. That's what I said. Tie him, <laughs> give him a tourniquet, and then pull him no, to no, cover. No, you pull him to safety first, then tourniquet him. All right, fine. Do that. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself to safety mm-hmm. and him, and then... So right. there's nice trail So are, I provide covering fire. You're providing covering fire, just generally into the room to slow yep. them down. All right, so you succeeded that. There's no problem there. And what are what is uh, Simon doing? Well, since I'm already in the building, I'd rather come up behind him and take some shots at him. All right, describe it more. At me? No. Well, okay. these guys <laughs> bro- they burst in the library, so I can just follow yeah. them up the steps as they were going. Yeah, yeah. You know? So you're behind. I mean, so if you wanted to, I mean, you could almost walk up and yep, yeah, like, it's totally. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're totally behind wrong. covered, trying to not get shot by yeah, me. Busy. You I just want to yeah, and... I just want to sneak up and like yeah, All right, roll back me, of the head. Roll me a uh, d4. You tell him you ordered the assassination. Roll, uh, I did roll, roll a d4. Three. Uh, roll it again. You didn't fail enough yet. Three. And one more time. Keep going till you get a one. Three. <laughs> Two. 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 No. All right. So you and, and what kind of gun do you have? What you That's doing? a Glock 26 because I had an ankle carry. R- like, remind right. us what yeah. the d4 is for. It's not a millimeter. So in this particular case, for him, this should be... Uh, while risky overall, the making of this shot should be an easy shot for him because he's coming up behind them. They don't know he's there. So I was basically looking. Execution if he rolled style. a one, he would miss. All right. uh, and he did not roll any one. So what you've come up the stairs, you're flying up the stairs. As you do it, you reach down inside your right ankle, you pull your Glock out, and then you literally are three feet behind these yeah, guys, pop, pop, and you pop. go down the line, pop, pop, pop. Yep. And all three of the guys drop dead as a doornail on the library in front of you. Nice. Now you're standing in the middle of the party where you've clearly just shot the CEO's security staff. Well, I thought we were upstairs in the library. Yeah. You are. You are. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but remember, it's a two-floor party. There oh, are yeah. guests. So, yeah. So, like, you can't stand around. And oh, no, I'm going out, out the window. All right, so you're going out the window. <laughs> Coming out, the weather's fine. Yeah. All right, so now at this point, everyone is outside? Correct. All right. Um... Okay, so everyone is outside. The immediate threat is gone, but obviously you just shot your way out of a San Francisco apartment, and there's more security than those three people. So what are we doing next? Uh, we're going to get into the uh, Tesla P100DX or thingy, <laughs> the new the new one that can go 0 to 100 in 2.2 seconds. So we're going to – in Pacific Heights, if you go at that speed, you're going to be airborne uh, very yeah. quickly. So <laughs> – um, all right, so are we you, don't need roads. Yeah, heights going. being the key word. Yeah. All right, so uh, this is a four-person vehicle. It is. You're driving. It is, and, right. and I am. Um, and was the car right there, or do you guys have? Yeah, it, it was right outside. I parked right outside the party. It didn't look out of place at all. All right, who's in the passenger seat? Uh, Lance is going to be in. Yeah. The, I would imagine the throw back. him in the back. Yeah, I'll yeah. be. I'll be shotgun. Simon. Be shotgun. Lance doesn't react well to being hurt, and he's probably delirious. Right, oh, so you're big baby. He is, definitely. All right, so at this point, you um, are on Washington Street. Your car is faced west. You tear out of there, and at the same time that you tear out of there, you see um, a Mercedes 500 SL convertible mm-hmm. with what nice you car. think is Victor uh, 100 yards ahead of you tearing west on, on uh, Washington. All right, I'll catch up to him then. All right, so you're going to chase him? Yeah. All right. Take him out. Um, let's, we're going to have a bunch of rolls here, but let's start with a D20 plus driving. The battery catches on fire. Yeah. Damn it. It's not a Tesla Roadster. Uh, 24. Awesome. All right, hey. so for listeners at home, Pacific Heights is uh, one of the very high-end neighborhoods in San Francisco, but it is laid out perfectly on a grid. It is a lot of cross streets, and there are stop, not many stop lights, stop signs going east to west every block. 
and north to south is a very, very steep drop as, as you go from Pacific Heights dropping down to the water in the Marina District. So we're basically running the top ridge east to west. If we were to turn right or north, I guess it might be. I'm not 100% sure yep, about that. North. If we were to turn towards the Golden Gate Bridge in Marin County, we would be dropping down very sharply down towards the marina or the, eventually the Presidio Park. So um, you are now heading basically on a flat ground going west on Washington trying to catch up with what we think is Victor, and you are uh, gaining ground on him quickly given that role. Um, are you stopping for stop signs? Are you ignoring them? Well, how, are we, how are we navigating traffic here? Um, I'm thinking I would just blow through them and react. Okay. So you, um, all right, so you are blowing through uh, down in Washington. Uh, you cross um, across Lion Baker, Street. cross Lion. Uh, you're moving out. Laurel is a couple of blocks ahead of you. And at that point, you see the Mercedes make a hard right, skidding, fishtailing, burning rubber, uh, busting a right on Laurel and heading downhill. I'm sorry. Did you just say busting a right? Busting a right. Wow. So we went past Lions, past Presidio, past Walnut, and then? Then Laurel. And Correct. Then, okay. I mean, these are all 100 yards apart. This is small blocks. Um. I guess I would uh, make a hard right onto Walnut, which is the the street preceding yep. Laurel. Walnut dead ends at UFC. Right, so does Laurel. UCF. All right, can you roll a, a D4 for me? Sure. I think Delirious a one. in the backseat, I would say, through the park. You know I love the park. Okay, so you roll a one. <laughs> and, um, as you make a right on Laurel, um, you completely lose control of the car, and... The back end not only slides, but you actually spin out towards 180 degrees and sm- not crash wreck, but definitely smash into the corner of the apartment building on there. And, gotcha. and the car really? stops. I mean, it stopped by the wall. Then I keep going. Okay. Good job, Relic. So at this point, you cannot see the other car. It's a block up from you, and you've just been slowed down by that stop. So you keep going on Walnut moving north, um, and you're driving in moving yep. downhill and you don't see anything in front of you. So tell me what you're doing. I'm making go, go down to Pacific and then make a left. All right. So you move to Pacific. Now Pacific's got a little bit heavier traffic than some of these other streets. So you're going to bust a left. Roll me a D4. Three. All right. So you um, learning from the last move, you adjust, you start this one a little bit wider and then cut really hard. You pop the accelerator as you're making the turns, which helps you hold the turn. And you come out of there nice and smooth, perfectly into traffic, no problem. Tesla's got a lot of torque, man. Electric's yeah. got a lot of torque. Yeah. Hard to get used to. The last time he mistakenly braked yeah. into the turn instead of uh, rolling and accelerating. Gosh. He was distracted, you turn he was distracted by Rebecca's beauty you know, in the back seat. She's so. probably got my blood on her hands. <laughs> or something like that. Uh, all right, so now you're coming across on Pacific. Uh, and uh, at this point, uh, Lance, you notice that there's traffic coming up aggressively behind you or cars there's at least a car coming up aggressively behind you we've got company i'm gonna shoot out the back window my pew, leg hurts pew, what happened pew, pew. you got shot brother you got shot brother you got shot i pass out Lance passes out in the back seat <laughs> good so. job i didn't know i got shot all right so you're up front you're in the back you got anything heavy hitting besides this clock in here i got nothing it's an Uber Tesla. <laughs> no, it, it wasn't an Uber Tesla. I don't know why we we're doing yeah. Uber Because of New York. We got to roll down the windows and try to shoot back. Shoot the tires. It's harder from the front. Right. So um, you guys, so you're linked into your satellites, and you know that, they, that he's got to get down, and he's going to have to get to Presidio Boulevard down through the park, because that's the only thing near here that will get him where he needs to go. I would relay I'm that information so to him. I'm so confused. Relic. Presidio Park. Yeah. No, I, I'm looking at a map. Like, you need to get on Presidio Boulevard. So what you're saying is we did, because this is, according to this anyways, we basically did this and then made us a, a right. Correct. And then you're going to come back down this way? Back into here. This if is we have one any word. listeners in San Francisco or familiar with San Francisco, feel free to show us what we've done wrong. What I'm saying is why <laughs> we go us on it. Facebook, uh, make your comments out there. and Because we actually started, we started right here. It's just the way that the traffic chase went. I mean, it was just yeah, no, I, I get that. It's just, and I cut him he's, off. He's and just trying, 
trying you to get away and you're you trying to follow him. You didn't cut him off. You turned a I, block before him. Yeah, roll, exactly. So yeah, he went to. out and came down Laurel, he's which is way over here. I came down this, and he's still trying to get this way. Correct. So but I you cut wiped him off. out of the you corner. You wiped out of the corner. And yeah. so he's so now well down. ahead of you and coming back to the Presidio. Right. Okay. So I mean, it only. I mean, even just stopping for twenty seconds in there would be enough for him to make it a block. Yeah. Okay. So now we're through Presidio. We're in Presidio National Park. Tearing up. He might be a better driver than you, old man. <laughs> <laughs> How far oh, away man. is the car? Uh, the car's not going to be better, though. Like, I'm That's not the, well, selling it short. No, no, but so here's the thing. Where you have been driving, Pacific Heights is tight, uh, narrow, single lane, residential. And now you're going to get to an area, if you go down in the park, where you're going to be able to air it out. Mm. So... You, you, if you can drive well, should be able to catch him in the park. Okay. So the Presidio, Presidio Boulevard is uh, all green space, winding, downhill park, um, large trees, and this is going to be a long, looping, winding, winding road, um, but no really sharp turns, no really sharp hairpins or anything. So you can, you, can, you can rip it through here once you get there. All right. All right. So um, at least one car behind you. Any? How close to that? Yeah. You know, like half a block back. Just let it go. I'll wait till they get closer. Yeah. All right, JJ. Um, I'm going. You're going. Yeah. All right. Um, Knowing that um, they're near the park, Lance would instinctively wake back up and um, <laughs> be, be ready to to, <laughs> to shoot out uh, one of the um, driver or passenger side rear windows because it's a four door. Okay. We're in a um, saloon. I rolled a 22 to drive. Awesome. So you are catching. You've like they're clearly within sight. You're closing up on them, and at that point, um, you know, uh, there's a goon who's been basically down in the back seat. You know, this is a convertible. It's got one of those small Mm. mini back seats, Mm -hmm. and he pops up, and he's got some type of machine gun, and he is just spraying back at you guys. Serpentine, Um, serpentine. All right, I'll take some shots at that. Oh man. Uh, I literally rolled just rolled a one, a one on the nice. D twenty, so he is spraying like he movie style, yeah. and from the hip, and somehow like <laughs> yeah. the Tesla is just completely missed. So you continue to <laughs> move boss. on him. Uh, roll me a driving check here. Natural, Natural 20. twenty, awesome. As soon as soon as the bullets start coming from the front of the car, right. I change my uh, Lance will change his focus from the rear to the front. And be ready to pop a shot off as soon as he can at that guy who's spraying bullets wildly. All right, so the bullets sprayed at the car, like, like, like uh, say hello to your little friend style, and somehow completely <laughs> miss you. And at that point, uh, JJ makes an aggressive move because he sees a deer jumping out from the right side of the road. One of them right very across. common San Franciscan deers. Uh, in the Presidio, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, it jumps out from the right side of the road, and he masterfully, given his natural 20 roll, just perfectly uh, swerves right and then left, and literally, like without missing a beat, without touching the brakes, misses the deer and just keeps going right on in front of him. So um, at that point, the uh, guy in the back gets up and tries again. And, as soon uh, as he gets up, I'm going to take a shot right at his head. Okay. Uh, roll a shooting check. Okay. D20 plus shoot. I was ready for him. 18. Okay, so 18. Um, you, you're aiming. You've got him aiming right at his head. Left-handed, um, by the way. What's that? Left-handed. People yes. can't see it, but Kurt's right. using his right So hand. right at his head. He's left-handed, yes. Um, given the speeds that you're moving, you don't yeah. hit him in the head, but the shot comes and hits him, blasts hard across the right shoulder, mm-hmm. and... Throws him back in his seat, and he hopefully some blood splatter lands on Victor. <laughs> That's blood the idea here. I want, I want him to understand that right. we are in control. Right. Here. So Not at least him. for the moment, that guy is incapacitated. Even He's though just I just woke up from being passed out, upper pectoral muscle blasted with a round. What, what were you shooting? Pistol or shot? It would be a pistol. pistol. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So Lance's um, preferred firearm is a pistol because it's a one-handed weapon, right. and Which, he's one-handed. Which is only going to work when you're very close. So if the cars separate, you're not going to have much. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But, but you're close enough. But now. he's really good, and the shot will still be good from 100 yards if, it, if it's aimed right. Meanwhile, for the people at home, JJ's completely stressing over the San Francisco map, which yep. is stressing me <laughs> out. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, so how close are we from uh, yeah. that convertible? I'm going car. to engage ludicrous speed and accelerate. Okay. We're going to go plaid. We're going to go plaid. I'm going to ram him. Yeah, I'm going to get out on the hood. Are you going to fishtail him? I want to jump. speed. Convertible. I want to get out there. Are you going to fishtail him? I want to jump. So, um, get close enough. So at this point. Anyone else a last Starfighter? At this fan? point, Ramming we are at the X awesome. on the map. Ramming speed. Boulevard. 
Um, I mean, this is where only, Presidio turns into Lincoln. Yeah, this has only been seconds. By the way, this is fairly close to where um, Lucas Arts had their one of their studios was down here in the Presidio. Yeah, I know all this because I used to run this loop all the time. Um, How many films were you in? <laughs> I, I mean, no, Lucas no, Arts no, films, no, not the, the other ones. He's on the Kick. Yeah. Com, yeah. Um, so you guys are right here. Okay, so at this point, you're trying to get up next to you or on the. What are you? What, to yeah, just get me close to it. I'm gonna jump in the because it's convertible, right? I want to jump into it. I, I was going to ram him in the back, spin him out. Jeez, Louise! That'll work. Well, I'll tell you what. Simon first, is now our action star. Um, it's whatever he wants to do. He's driving. JJ, roll it. Um, roll two two d six. Here, where'd they go? I mean, I can see five. Uh, right, I mean, things are happening modifier? fast, but huh? I could assume what's your driving modifier. Simon uh, will be able to say, ten. "Pull up close." Ten. I'm going to jump in. I mean. So JJ, oh, if he wants to ram it, though. Cool. so JJ wants to ram it. So JJ comes up, um, gets close enough, does in fact ram the back of the car, hits it hard, as intended, uh, but in doing so, actually, instead of spinning it or knocking it out, it just essentially drives the car forward off of you. It doesn't really have a, any okay. adverse effect. So he doesn't do that. He does what he wanted, but it didn't. To Way to go, Andre. Lead to a noticeable result. Meanwhile, you can tell that the driver, uh, which I guess you think is Victor or is Victor, um, has basically just downshifted, hit the gas, and, and pulls you know, 10 or 20 yards further ahead. So he's downshifted to get a pop of acceleration. Um, so at this point, we're now coming down into here. Um, we still have somebody following us. Yeah. You did. You've put some ground on them. They're okay. still back there, but they're... They're of no consequence at this point. So there's no, uh, there's no use in Lance turning around and shooting behind. There's not. You guys, uh, are, you guys are flying away from So him. Lance is going to take a deep breath and point as accurately as he can with his prosthetic hand that Rebecca's programmed for the Walther PPK at one of the rear tires of the Mercedes because it's rear-wheel drive. Okay, awesome idea. Uh, I want to see if we can surge closer. Uh, let's, let's roll a D20 driving. 28. Awesome. All right, so exactly that happened. So JJ does the same thing. Downshifts, clutch, gas, boom, just enough to get a surge forward. No need in the Tesla, but you got it. <laughs> it's not a manual? No. It's automatic. It's all it's electric. electric. It's yeah. all power all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding <laughs> Electric is 100% torque anywhere. Anytime. Okay. Yeah. Like That's what I've been trying to say. It's, yeah, it's electric. It's boogie, 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 boogie. Yeah. boogie. Thank you. Thank All you. right. Well, he does metaphorically. He pops the clutch, slams yeah. the accelerator. He makes the noises that he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's relic. <laughs> the car doesn't make any noise. Right. So relic does. Right. So he, um, roll. Let's roll two d six. That's a six and a two on the dice. So eight plus. Eight plus your, okay. So so you do exactly that. You get close enough that this is a pop shot for you. You're okay. five yards behind the thing. You so lean now out, I'm looking at this in slow motion. Um, so Rebecca has programmed the the prosthetic hand, and the way it works is there are you know little gizmos and gadgets that that Lance has no idea about, little servos and what have you. So the whole time the car is going along, we're bouncing on the streets. Um, in the shot, his hand is like perfectly still, although his body gyroscopic. Is exactly, yeah. it's controlled by gyroscopes and all these you know fancy lines of code that she's written, and. Um, the bullet leaves the gun, and you just follow it with its vapor trail through right to the rear wheel of the driver's side rear wheel of the Mercedes. Awesome. And you hear, yep, hits the wheel, wheel, max, <laughs> and, the, and the Mercedes basically spins away from that almost immediately into what ends up being not just a 360, but almost like 540, one and a half times around. And, uh, Holy crap. And slides off the road. i to get my compass out to check this. All right, so here is where the crash just happened. Um, We're in the park. I love the park. You guys are so car spins out. Everything's quiet. You got JJ. You, you slam the brakes. Yes, and it, and it does have brakes. It does yeah. have brakes. <laughs> That's a good thing. Do you have to press them? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. You just have to think about. It. Although it regenerates some of the energy, the kinetic energy back into the battattery. Yep. Okay. Just in awesome. case that matters. All right. So <laughs> you slam the brakes. They've spun out, um, and they've actually gone. You know, it's kind of 50, 70 yards off the road here into the woods. And you, uh, at that point, realize, looking around, that you are down on the flat of the park. And you are, you know, you are within eyesight of um, the Palace of Fine Arts, which 
is a bizarre, beautiful um, structure that is down in this part of the Presidio. And it's, it's basically, nighttime, too, since we just left yeah, the dinner party. It's yeah. dark. This is late night. Yeah. It's dark. The, um, it's one of the most beautiful places in the whole city, and it's, like, in the middle of nowhere. It's essentially, like, almost like the Greek Parthenon. It's like a dome structure. Uh, it's all lit with spotlights from below. And then go. it's set right on a small lake. I mean, very small, but a small pond with column structures radiating out from both sides. Um, and this is a landmark in San Francisco that you would uh, – so you guys are off on a road right over here, but you, you know, you're within 200 yards of this structure. Yeah. So you've got a pond out here in front. The light from this spotlit uh, monument is reflecting off of the water, and there are these columns coming out of both sides and path, essentially a path that walks around the lake. And um, as you – you know, JJ slams the brakes. You guys, the car comes screeching to a halt, and you see Victor and one other person from the car running as fast as they can from their car towards the Palace of Fine Arts. How far away are they from us? Seventy yards. Right. No, see, I, I say, I say based on Kurt's description, we all stop and stare at the structure in awe, and he gets away. <laughs> um, while the Tesla is a formidable roadster, it is not a, <laughs> is not uh, a off car vehicle, off yeah. off road car. So we're going to get out and hoof it. All right. All right. So, um, and Mickey, Mickey stepped out for a moment. Mickey so, presumably yeah. is downloading files before she gets yes. out of the car. <laughs> She's and, definitely uh, downloading. All right. Yes. So, um, and by the way, where we are, even though it sounds like this park is really isolated, we're only a few blocks off of the marina. Which is just under Pacific Heights, which is like and not far from the bustling. Golden Gate Bridge for the Golden Gate Bridge for that exactly. Place. And so, yeah. actually, from here, if we or look, Alcatraz, where Victor's going for the rest of his life. So from here, where we were driving, the Palace of Fine Arts is here. Alcatraz is in the bay, off to our kind of our northeast as we look, and the Golden Gate Bridge is running kind of north from us. So it's literally like one of the most picturesque places that you could be. Uh, at this particular moment, but, but none of that one matters. One of the things about Alcatraz is that there's sharks around it too. I mean, he's sharking of, mm-hmm. right? That's true. That's true. I don't think we're going to make it to Alcatraz though. It's uh, there's a good chance. It sounds like a dare. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've got yeah. these two guys who are running <laughs> towards the Palace of Fine Arts, uh, and you've got the at least one car that's now barreling down the hill towards you from behind. Presumably, and Mickey's with done goons. downloading her files, so she's back. And Mickey has downloaded her files, and so she is up yeah. for it. So um, you're going to have to tell me how this plays out, particularly the, given that Gimpy is now um, not driving, but presumably walking or running. Oh, it's um, that's that's date. It's easy. I'm going to pop a bunch of pills. Yep. All right, house. What does that do? Um, so you asked us in the character creation process to select a unique trait. Um, I said that I would be able to quote unquote rage a la D and D by popping pills to make the pain go away enough that you know I I can actually perform my duties. So okay. <laughs> he said awesome. duty. I said, said duty. So you pop pills, and how long will this buff last for? That's a good question. Um, and is there any ju- downside to it? Oh yeah, because however long I need the pain to be gone, it's back doubly so uh, for double the time. Okay. Now, when that happens, too, this might be the first time that Relic is more agile than than Lance. Because Lance has just got shot in the leg. Now, granted, he's got a right. belt or something around there to help stop the bleeding. He's right. Got the I'll hand the rest of the pills to him. Yeah, but he's definitely going to be suffering. Right. And so just so we know, based on kind of background here, you know, Lance has high marksman skills. Yeah. Relic is a, a fighter and a martial artist. But uh, Simon, you are, you know, acrobatic, kind of cat burglar type skills, and you're the only one who's not injured or naturally lame at this point. And right. so you're kind of at full well, speed. Yeah, full speed. Well, Did I get hurt? And then I was just going to Well, you're say, wearing a dress. What kind of shoes are you wearing? Well, and yeah. so. I you're in a sparkly off. black dress. Exactly. So Mickey gets minus two to anything athletic kick those shoes she's off. wearing. What the fuck? I could take my heels off. I could kick the heels off. She point to say that she had a slit. A slit up my leg so I could run. You could make another slit, too. It don't matter. Yeah. If you tell me you do it, it happens. She's going to rip the dress so, yeah. off and rip, run through the park. Yeah. Rip. So, yes, we're take the full. shoes off. Full out spread. Yeah, we're full. All right. Yeah. So everyone roll a d20 and plus add. agility. Oh. Ooh, that would be a 13 26. for Lance. 
20. 26. Now, the plan for Lance would be just to try and cover them. If I see anybody show up, yep. I'm going to try and cover for them because I know I can't Ten. make it up to the front. Okay, so in line, just by chance with what you rolled, exactly what I would have expected just happened. So right. Simon and Rebecca, you guys are flying. Yeah, like You are sprint. right behind them, full sprint. Yep. You've got them in their sights. You're not losing them. You guys are behind, still moving with them, but not as quickly and because of that, you realize that you are the rear guard, and so you're also going to cover, to some degree, whatever comes up behind. I'm going to take reasonable? a chase angle. What? I'm going to take a chase angle. Okay, describe it. So if he's running to point B, and we're at point A, I'm going to follow past C, the hypotenuse. Okay. So it looks like he's running towards the main dome at the Palace of Fine Arts, but there's the pond in front of you, so he's going to have to go kind of a a circle around on the right to get there. Uh, As far as you can tell, he's just fleeing instinctively. There's no master plan plan here. (laughs) He's trying to get away from you guys. So uh, remember, he just tried to kill two of you, and it did not work. So, um, And now at this point... um, All right, so... I'm going to fast forward. You guys are right on his tail. Um, you guys are bringing up the back. Um, the guys from behind are now getting closer. Um, I'm going to try and keep them away. That's the idea. For me, I know I can't keep up with the fleet of foot at this point, and I'm just going to be watching for anyone who's going to join in and mess with things. Okay. So at this point, the guys behind you, you've taken some pot shots at them, and they know that you're shooting, and so they have broken up. Okay. And they are now, they've now kind of snuck into the woods or the, the I mean, there's, there's pine trees and bushes and hedges all around here. And so they basically have broken off so that you can't see them behind you. Okay. And so I dropped the magazine out of the pistol and put in the last one, and I'm ready to finish them off if need right. be. So Victor and, Clip. Victor yeah. and his right-hand man, whoever that is, are, have now, you saw them. Uh, That's Simon. the guy who's taking a shot in the shoulder already, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, that was the guy in the back seat. There were oh, three there of them was up there. Oh, another one. Okay, yep. okay. So there's three of them, and um, th- you've seen them actually kind of enter into this open domed area. Okay. And you and Rebecca are, you know, within 50 or 100 yards. You can see them. They know you're behind them. You've not engaged them, and you guys are, you know, way 50 back. yards I, I, to 150 yards. For me, I'm yards. thinking way back. Okay. I'm probably still within sight of the car, for that matter. And you have people that you now can't see, that you know are hostile to you somewhere around. So um, you guys from here, tell me what happens. Uh, well, I'm full blast just trying to catch up to him to get close enough to take a shot because running that fast and trying to shoot, it's not going to work. Right. So, and are you handgun? Are you Handgun right now, but I'm hoping to take a <laughs> machine gun off one of those guys. Okay. Uh, what about you, Rebecca? <laughs> Becky is running right behind Simon. She's pulled out her small handgun that she had strapped to her thigh and is just trying to catch up with them to get close enough to get a shot in. Now, the guy in the back of the Mercedes convertible had a... I thought he was still alive and running, though. No, The guy in the back? Yeah, Yeah, there's three of them. I thought um, only two were running, though. um, Victor and his right-hand man, you've seen, stayed together. The the third guy is still out there, but he's... You don't know where he is. So when you uh, passed the convertible, you probably couldn't grab it. Like, they all right. ran off, and you tracked Victor and his guy, and okay. some, somewhere along the way, this third guy is. Yeah, go So as, there are at least five bad guys out there with you, okay. of whom okay. you have eyes on the main two in the dome, and, you know, the other three at least are out there somewhere. All right. One of whom is injured. By the way, I'm envisioning you kind of like La Femme Nikita, like Maggie Q at this point. So you know. <laughs> Thanks. Um, you can feel the blades of grass between your toes. All right, JJ, running. what are you doing? I'm still chasing, t- looking to do a uh, uh, a cutoff angle. Like, basically, they're running straight for it. I'm going to run for, like, a probable exit. Okay. Yeah, so they're paying attention to us, and he's going to okay, so flank gonna them later. Okay, so you're going to come around and kind of flank them or yeah. cut mm-hmm. them off? Like, yeah, we'll keep him busy, then he shows up. Cut him off at the pass. Okay. And all I'm doing is looking for somebody that's hostile to shoot him. That's okay. it. Nothing right. else. So, um, roll me a d4, Joe. Four. Oh, awesome. So uh, as you're coming along, yeah. you you are running. Which, oh, horribly hobbled and limping. Right, I was going to say, it's not I'm even ex- close to full speed. I'm greatly exaggerating my injury. As you're running, though, you literally by chance see... Um, so now we're, I don't know, maybe 200 yards from the mm-hmm. palace, from the from the dome. Um, the guy from the back seat okay. is now like 
um, lying so down, holding his wound, shoulder, right. like yeah. like he's got a, a, a machine gun lying by his side, and he's still alive, but he is on the ground, okay. literally in front of you. Okay. I kick him as hard as I can in the head and grab the machine gun. All right. Jeez. Like so you, Charlie Brown, Lucy style? Like I'm yeah. not going to shoot him. Punt. I'm going to kill him, he's but I'm going right. to just try put him out of his misery for now. Not okay. kill him, but knock him out. All right. So, I mean, you succeeded that. You kick yep. him upside the temple. He goes out like a light, and you grab, um, you know. Uh, crink off or something. What's the, that? the Russian guys, right? So a crink off, like a miniature like yeah AK. i was gonna say yeah that sounds good i was gonna say it's not a yeah. full like ak but it's a little crank now i wouldn't plan to use it because my hand is not currently calibrated for something like that however i'll hold it in case it's needed in case i need a a fully automatic well this is going to give you more distance yeah, than more what right now yeah. simon's got a handgun which yeah. is even yeah. with for him is only good to maybe 50 meters however because i'm I'm figuring Lance, as he's moving right now, every time he steps on that leg, he's, like, he's saying, ow, ow, ow. Right. So <laughs> he's like 20 miles ahead. But you've of got a weapon point. that you can use from yeah. a distance yeah. or that you can give to someone. Yeah. So. Um, Becky, what's happening? Am I close enough to shoot? It's Rebecca. Rebecca. She's calling herself Rebecca. Becky. It's Rebecca. It's Rebecca. Okay, Unless Rebecca. you say hecky first, it's um, not Becky. Yeah. You and Simon are up there and... Um, you do not have a clear shot at Victor or his main henchman, but you are very, you are, you are one of you, like they've gone into this dome and so they're somewhere over on this side and you are basically coming in from the other side. Um, but remember, this is all columns all over here. So there's like, it's very easy for them to duck behind things and, and You should hide. totally parkour. So we, yeah. didn't, we didn't see where they went or we lost. You did. You, no, you okay. saw them there. You've seen them run across under this dome in the okay. fine arts palace okay. and they're basically on the far side right now. Okay. Um, so. I'm picturing the computer geek parkour in a black sequin dress. That's parkour. I mean, you could shoot at them, but it would be a difficult handgun. It would shot. be a difficult handgun mm-hmm. shot. So could I just do some then. acrobatics? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. right. Acrobatics, kind of trying to get some, build up some momentum, run at one of these columns to backflip and try to get over to where they are. Of course. <laughs> he was like, "What two, the hell did he just two d six? Two d six." What's, what's the end result, Mickey? I want to get close enough to put one of them in a chokehold. Right, so hang on. What's your roll? Get close enough to Two fives. Two fives plus dex. What's your dex? It is three. Yeah, so, so 13. So you do exactly. Tell me exactly what you just did. Dex or agility? Dex. Uh, on this one, dex. Okay. It would be dex. There's no agility thing. Agility is the skill. Dex is the main thing. That's a skill. This is the attribute. Anyways, so what I was saying is we're running up. We're running towards this domed area. She sees that they are that way on the other side. So she's going to kind of make a beeline towards the side, build up some momentum, and use one of the columns to springboard off and get over to where they are and kind of have their body break her fall. Okay. So we think kind of like a, a... Flying, what, jump kick? Uh-huh. To knock one of them down right. and take them out. That's damn cool. All right. And I'm going to decide that you do that and you succeed, but not on Victor, on his henchman. On his henchman. All right. so, That's fine. Uh, so are you knocking him out with a chokehold? Well, he's, he's, uh, he, I used his body to break my fall, uh-huh. right? So then it's a roll and chokehold to try to pa- get him to pass out. All right, so roll. Do like a flying triangle on him. So... The, the, like a like, like a triangle, yeah, flying like a choke a triangle choke, but flying she could do a flying triangle on him, you know. The That's, last thing he sees is her Hello Kitty panties. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How did you know it was wearing Hello Kitty? <laughs> right, I like it. So I mean, come on. You definitely make the move. You get him. You have him, and you are going to to some degree incapacitate him. Let's roll a um, roll two d six plus strength first. I have no strength. Now, Kurt, why are we doing 2d6 sometimes instead of a d20? Just the way I want to do Just it. What, the way you want to handle it? Okay. Yeah. Um, because fuck you, that's why. I understand that. <laughs> I just want to know, for those listening who might be curious, I mean, why we switch between a d20 and 2d6. And I don't mean to interrupt the flow, but... Um, seems like he's doing with the uh, skill, like the attributes to 2d6, and then with your... What skills like the, one of the D twenty? Yeah, I mean, you know everything could be a skill, but I don't want everything to be like a skill check. I want some right. of it to just be like, how did I generally do this? Right. And if the crazier it is, the more likely I am to go to the Dungeon World two D six. So Mickey this time got a eight total of an eight. Yeah, I have no strength. Okay, so you've got him in a chokehold of some kind. Yeah, it's effective. 
I mean, eight is something your you're putting thighs. him down. It's just, just taking, taking longer yeah. than you wanted. Yeah. So yeah. you got him. You're well, working him. Enough to he, get him out of the picture so that Simon can take out. What's right. So instead of him going out in four seconds, like you've got him, you're in control. It's but taking her time. This is going to yeah. take you a while. So did he now, drop his? Uh, Simon, you need to decide if you're going to help her or you're going to go after Victor or what's if, what else. If, they, if that guy that she's choking out has dropped his weapon, I just want to, like, as I'm running by, pick it up. So I got something a little bit more long, longer range. No problem. So he's. He, I figure she could take care of that. Right. Guy. So he's got. got um, he's got a submachine gun. He's got a sidearm on his hip, and then he's got actually a gr- one single grenade strapped to his belt. So you can grab whatever you, think the you pin can grab and let him run. <laughs> I'll grab the grenade and the uh, submachine gun. All right, um, JJ, what are you doing? I'm still so, running so around. Is there any? Is like, do I see? Have I actually made it there yet? Yeah. So you, because they're they're much faster than I was. They are, but they're now tied up and kind of playing around in here, and so. I'm going to, I think, if tell me if you like this, but you basically have gone around the backside of this dome, uh-huh. and you're now on, coming essentially coming behind them. Yeah. So you'll either block if they run out the way they were going, or if you want to, you could actually come in so that you guys sandwich them. I mean, Victor's starting to run out that back way too, right? Like, he kind of stopped to see what the heck was going on. And right. So, yeah, uh, I actually set up shop and wait for Victor to come out the backside. Okay. And Joe, you are still kind of yeah. back here, but you've got do a longer see, range. Do gun. I perceive any other threat coming in from behind? Uh, you do not. Then what I would do is, as much as I can from the distance where I am, just take a knee and start aiming towards Victor. Okay. If I can see him, I will start aiming. Okay. Now my hand is currently programmed from Rebecca for my pistol. However, I will take that that uh, submachine gun or whatever it was that I picked up and um, start aiming at that because I know it has a better okay. range. All right. So now, um, uh, Simon, you at the party, you had extensive time while you were walking around to observe. Like Vic- thinking about it, yeah. Observe Victor and his environment. And uh, you need to decide because you're going to be the one, you or Lance, who's going to decide what happens to Victor here. Um, in the sense that if you catch him, I mean, you're presumably going to be able to kill him. Um, so. I, don't, I don't want him dead. I want to know what the hell he was up to. That's my opinion. It, I mean, Rebecca's one of his targets. He mm-hmm. just tried to kill her. So. Right. And my hand is useless without her programming skills. Therefore, <laughs> I need her alive. Right. So at this point, you've got, I think. Oh, and you're my friend. Sorry. Yeah, think, not that you care about <laughs> Yeah, her. there's that too. I think you've got two thugs that are still kind of out there. Um the, the ones from the car behind that you well, had. Well, that's why I was there. asking if there was no threat. If well, there's no threat. They're there, but you don't perceive okay. you don't perceive them. And then you've got Victor. Okay. And at this point, uh, Rebecca has choked out the henchman, so he's out of commission. So you're like and then just with her with fine. her thighs though. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda Sonia. You yeah. said it, not I. <laughs> A little Sonia from Mortal Kombat. Alright, so at this point, um at this point, so you're in the in the thing and Victor's like you have no idea what you're doing. You are. You have no idea what you're messing with. This is so much bigger than I. Oh, he's not running anymore. He's stopped and he's trying to talk he, to us. He's not trying to talk. He's trying. He's on the far side and he's trying to hide and stall. He can't. He knows he can't outrun all of you. Right. So I, I will be. Lance will be sitting there looking through the sights of this weapon. Presumably, it won't have a scope. But looking through the sights of the weapon for the moment where Victor sticks an arm or leg or crotch out where he can take a shot as soon as that happens the shot goes off okay okay so uh okay so he said you know he says that this is you have no idea what you're getting involved for if you kill me you will not live through the week and uh, i'm just trying to listen to see where he is to try to pinpoint where he's at some of us are probably still in contact through Oh yeah. yeah. Through tech, I will say Lance, I'm ready anything? for the shot. Yeah. You as basically, soon as you bring yeah. him out. He's not that hidden. I mean, he you know where he is. You just don't quite have the the shot yet. So um, I'm going to start walking. You're within 50 yards toward him. Yep. Uh, at this point, though, I imagine the jugs are starting to wear off, and I'm feeling a little bit run down. So I'm stupid now. What's up, but old you're man? blocking this game. <laughs> I mean, there's no. He's not going anywhere. Like. This is going to end one way or the other because he's not going to get out of there. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I'm like a hunter trying to flush the grouse. Right. right. We need him alive, Simon. Did your microphone off? No. Can you hear her? <laughs> what? I said we need, we need him alive, Simon. I hear Okay. 
That might not be up to me. He looks familiar. I think I know him from somewhere. While you guys are talking amongst yourselves and wasting time, so from, I'm trying um, to get closer to where right. he, so, you know, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm walking toward him. Right, right. So, um, oops. Three shots. Um, Victor pops off three shots almost randomly, two of which miss completely, and one of which um, goes whizzing right by your I mean, right by your ear and right. hits the stone behind you. You hit the deck. Okay. But I know where he You're is now. You're lucky you just did not get your head blown off. Yeah. But I know where he is now. Correct. All right, I'm going to... Uh, oh, I got the, I got get the... enraged because he just hit the Palace of Fine Arts. Well, if I know where he is, I'm just going to, like, a slow run. Well, maybe even, like, a, I'll do a fast walk over whatever pillage behind, laying down rounds, like, pop, pop, pop right. from the crank. And you're, I mean, you're the cat, but you've got the pat, yeah. cat burger, so you're agile, so you can be bouncing around. Well, no, I just want to keep him pinned. Like, he's not going to stick out if I'm putting rounds into the right. pillars behind. Right. Okay, so... But I want to quickly get there so I could, you know... Okay. So you're bearing in from the back. You're bearing in on him, and you're sitting waiting. I am He's just waiting, waiting to see if he sticks his head out. Yeah, as soon as as soon as soon a limb, other than his head, I'm not yeah. going to shoot him in the head because okay. we need information. Shoot him in the knee. Something, exactly. Yeah, right. Anything that comes out other than his head will get a bullet from okay, this. Okay, so roll me your uh, Russian shack. rifle. 18. Total? Yeah, okay. 8 plus 10. Um, all right, and so while you're moving up. Yeah, and shooting rounds into the pillories behind. So, right, he's so not you're done. shooting, and he's... Uh, so he shoot, you shoot, boom, boom. You know, you're actually thoughtful, methodical, boom, boom. And at that point, he comes back out to do another kind of spray. Right. And when he sticks out to spray to prevent okay. Simon from coming, that's when you see that you have the shot you want. Yep. And tell me what happens because you're going to make it. Okay, so um, uh, I'm just thinking the, the, the picture in my head. So Simon's drawing him with methodical gunfire and as soon as victor thinks he has a shot and he peeks around the corner um again that one shot flies from this what, what was crank it? off it's like a small ak it's like a short so the small ak was it was like a seven seven six two so the, the, the yeah a, a, a pretty large round yeah, flies out of the weapon <laughs> towards him and um um, actually, for this, let's just say I shoot the gun right out of his hand and maybe leave his hand numb or something at the time. Maybe leave him in a little bit of shock. <laughs> He'll take his hand off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So his, uh, so he's, he's, as I said, just reaching out, kind of almost blind firing yeah. out, and exactly what you said happens. And his Bam. four fingers get blown off, and the yeah. gun goes flying, oh. and you hear yeah. him just howl in pain. And at, so you know, there's not going to be any more shooting there. Yeah. And. I love yeah. the smell of finger blood. Uh, do I? Uh, what languages do I know? Because I know you said. I, All right, so you have to know. Um, do you know shark? I know German. You have to know uh, Azeri Turkish. You have to know German. You have to know Chinese. So Turkish, you said I know. Yeah, it's a. Um, oh, what I can't remember what it. Sorry, um, Azerbaijani Turkish is the language. Okay. You know German as well, right? Yeah. German, Chinese. You know Turkish. Turkish in multiple dialects, but you're going to need right. to know Azerbaijani Turkish, German, Chinese. Russian, and then you can pick a, at least you know a fifth language that you're fluent in. English. No, plus, he has five <laughs> no actually, he doesn't know English. <laughs> That's a tricky part here. And you would have you would have cursory knowledge. I mean, you probably know Spanish, realistically. I mean, if you know Turkish and Russian, you probably uh, know Spanish. Oh, I know mixes a certain thing. But too. you also are going to be able Hold to... Hold on, how does Turkish and Russian mean you automatically know Spanish? They're incredibly difficult languages to learn, and the type of people who generally can learn Russian will have learned Spanish have learned in Spanish. a year. Spanish but is you, Just because I say you don't know French doesn't mean you can't get by in Right. I, it just means you're not fluent. Like, yeah, you can't yes. bluff through a cocktail party. Right, gotcha. But you are fluent. Monsieur, you can fake it very well. Voulez-vous-les-vous. Yeah. Yeah. Russian, Chinese, German, je and je Turkish. Je and the reason that you're fluent in Turkish is why. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I ask him in Russian, when's the last time you were in Istanbul? You gotta say punk ass bitch. Punk ass right. bitch. And so, so you're standing over him at this point. Yeah. His Thank hand you, is bleeding off. Yeah, and I got the crank. And yeah. so you speak to him in Russian and you say, when was the last time you were in Istanbul? And you see his face just like drop. Just, and he just knows like yeah. he's in trouble. And then I barrel punch him. Bam. Knock Bam. him out. Bam. And knocks him out. We need to take out his other three goons, don't we? No, because well, we need to get the hell out yeah. of here. We have them now. Yeah, if we took out the head of the snake, then the others don't know how to s down the road anymore. Still want to take them out. They shot at me, and they ripped my dress. I thought you did that. I thought you did that. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna blame it on them though. They're, they're getting the bill. It's their fault. I'll shoot them. You don't have any sign of them. Like they've seen Victor and his right hand man go down, and you've taken them out, and 
You don't have any reason Victor, to believe that they are. Victor's right hand and Victor's right hand. Yeah, hey. His right hand and his right hand. All right, so he's knocked out. He's unconscious, lying literally in the middle of the like beautiful Grecian dome in the Palace of oh, Fine yeah. Arts uh, for you guys to take him where we need to Eventually, I would, I, Lance would make his way up to him and um, because I blew all the fingers off his right hand. I would point to my prosthetic left hand and say, you really need one of these, guy. You really need one of these. Hey, let me give you a hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so, so sure yeah. that uh, the condom condor is going to like the fact that you uh, blew his fingers off. <laughs> we do need to call that crazy chimpanzee and see if we can get extracted from this area. <laughs> so you know that further research is going to be needed, but uh, Simon, you know... so. Your team already knows that, about what happened to your yeah. wife. And it took me a while to recognize because may, maybe back in the day he had, a, he had a beard. Now he doesn't have a beard or he looked a little bit different. It took me a while to recognize him. It's like was. DC has a face mask at the time. You well, have no yeah. idea who he was. Yeah. Right. So long before he joined the team, uh, Simon's wife was killed in the 2003 British consulate bombings in Turkey. Ah. And after the, you know, that was a major incident. It was actually followed up by an attack in London. But the, it was fairly clear that those consulate bombings were an inside job by the Turkish military that were as part of a coup or an attempt to destabilize the regime. And as the investigation in those played, and this is all stuff you would know because your wife was killed there, so you've been like fixated on it. Oh, big time. As the investigation unwound over the course of years, the evidence against a number of the parties for the coup and the destabilization was found to have all been digitally faked. So there were documents that were supposedly written in 2003, you know, at the time of the consulate yeah. bombing that were actually written on Word 2007. There were photos that were doctored. There were emails that were sent through, you know, appeared to have come from IP addresses that didn't actually come from those IP so addresses. So how, how much of this did Country Corndog know about CC, Country Corndog? Well, so... I mean, are we being played? So... No. They, no? What, what Simon realized while he was working the party is that he recognized from his research in these files that he has seen Victor, Victor's photo, Victor yeah. Sharkinoff, in the file for the 2003 yep. consulate bombings. All right, so my thought is we're just sent to check this stuff out, but there's stuff that links to a there's guy back who's history. Been like this, around, Yeah, he's I mean, doing something new now with these hackers, but right. he's, he's linked back to something that's important to my character. Right. Yeah. right. And I'm so, going to have to have words, too, with the cosmic cucumber because there was obviously that, you know, they couldn't get to uh, Hacky Becky without drawing her out using these methods. Yeah, Curious Cupcake and I are going to have to have a conversation as well. Better get Chim Chim on the line. Well, how well, would he get... I mean, what you know about the Turkish... So, originally, there was a Turkish... Islamist military, militarist group that was blamed for the coup, but there's no way that they could have done that. They didn't have the resources to do this. So it was obviously part of a larger plot to destabilize Turkey, mm-hmm. which is a major U.S. ally on, in between in the Middle East, close to Europe. And what what we what you know from your research is that there's a belief that Iran was strongly involved in that right. plot. It's never been proven. And so what you now realize as you're looking at this guy lying on the ground bleeding out underneath you is that there's some tie between a, a Russian yeah. tech specialist who's killing hackers mm-hmm. and Iran that played out through Turkey that may or may not have resulted in the death of your wife. Right. Dun, 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 dun. dun. So, so where it goes from there is ultimately up to you. Yeah, we could pull more at the whip. And with that. So let's, pause, let's stop this one or pause this one for now and let's talk about how it went. Kurt, first, from the GM perspective, how do you think it went? The, what I want to know is. What did you plan, and how did it work out compared to how we actually played it? I have to reveal my secrets? <laughs> no, 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 no. It, well, like, well, you can uh, let for us For example, know. did you plan on us doing X with the guy in the uh, German dorm? Did you plan on us doing it? I mean, how yeah. close did we come to what your original plan was? All right, so um, I have not game mastered really ever. Yeah. Um, so my thought was, one, you know, have you guys make characters that would be easily distinguishable types from each other, mm-hmm. um, but I also have reasons to interact, and then set up um, for recording purposes a plot that was fairly linear in the sense that I didn't want you to spend 45 minutes saying like, well, should we go to Berlin or should we go to Uzbekistan? Right, yeah. Um, but it was mapped out only at the highest level of I picked three cities and I picked an event in each one 
And so for the first one, I said, okay, I want the first one to be fast, action-packed, car chase, shootout. Mm -hmm. And however it goes, it goes. And then I wanted, you know, a couple more clues. And then I wanted the San Francisco one to be basically kind of diplomatic. I Mm -hmm. might have liked maybe a little more persuasion-type charmy stuff, but I think it played fine. And then I wanted to have that dramatic moment with you being trapped in the room and put a clock on it. I really like the three-minute timer, by the way. I like that you forced us to act and then the, the last table. episode was almost unplanned. Um, oh. I had on my sheet, I had four options for how the last episode could go. <laughs> and I was literally going to kind of see how it felt after the second episode and see where you guys wanted to go and, and what made sense. And based on the timing of how things were playing, I chose to keep it closer to the San Francisco piece rather than right. going to a totally mm-hmm. new location. geographic location. And I think that that was probably the right call in terms of timing. I like that you played to your strengths because it seemed like you've been most of the places we've been. Uh, yes, correct. And that part of that was I was like I when I originally planned it, the first scene was going to be in Berlin, but I've never been to Berlin, and I was like, mm. I'm just going to be making this up, so it's going to just feel like a generic city. Whereas, right. like Heidelberg, that square, the, the university, like I've seen that, so in my mind, I see exactly yeah. what that scene looks like. That's cool. That's that definitely cool. helps. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, but it's funny. And so, you know, I didn't want to over prepare because I didn't want to feel like I was railroading, super railroading you. But on the other hand, you know, you want to have prepared enough that, and that's also why I said it in locations that I knew and liked was so that if you took a, if you took a flyer and went east instead of west, I could have said, okay, you're flying down over Russian Hill and into, you know, I could have played it that way. Whereas if, if it were in Austin, Texas, I couldn't have. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, my main worry, uh, and you guys were very generous in just going along with it, was the mechanics of the roles. Um, and it worked the way I wanted it to, which is I didn't fudge anything, but I did choose how you rolled, when you rolled. And if we were playing a long-term campaign, I would be more consistent about doing it a set way so that you had a little bit more set expectation. But really, all I was trying to get was at key moments, you rolled, and if it was something you were really good at, Barring barring an un, you know barring that ten percent chance you succeeded, and if it was something that you weren't good at, twenty five percent chance, a chance. D four. That's right. But and even that, your, even your failures weren't major fail. Like if you're the driver, you know, swinging around a corner and hitting yeah. the wall for yeah, he didn't roll like anything. I ruined your car. Yeah. 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 It's not like I knocked you out of the scene. Um, Who wants to go next? What do we think? I liked it. I liked how it unfolded. I think you did a really good job of moving the story along. I was interested the whole time. So overall, I think it went well, better than expected. What did you like about your character? Um, how weird she is. Like she, there's not, she has one particular set of skills, skills that she's developed over a lifetime, dealing with people like this. <sighs> <laughs> and that's all she could really do. Like She's pretty much useless any uh, other way. Well, and you all have characters that if this were a campaign, you could play out other skills like oh yeah I mean, like, on a one shot you really almost have to kind of want you almost yeah. have to pick the one trade and go with yeah. it which is why i asked you for to pick a specialty and a unique thing it was just give me one or two things to work with but if we were playing a 30 episode arc we would spin them much deeper and have more nuanced skills and all of that what do you think chris i thought it was awesome man i thought it was like it had that little bit of mystery to kind of figure what the heck's going on we don't know the whole story yet so that's still cool yeah. but the action level was it was very exciting that was the main challenge planning. I had a more nuanced way to find out like what was going on with the shark with the BFN. But and if you if you're keeping the game moving, you can't get into that too deep in a one shot. You've just got to kind of go with it. So. I know from my from my character's perspective and and myself, I'd like to think at this point that my programmer is saved, right? Because the people that were out to get the white hat hackers are now at least temporarily stopped. Right. So that my programmer head. has been saved and, and that's a good thing. Right. And that's definitely true. So if this continued, this this is one piece of a larger plot to destabilize Western democracies that mm-hmm. Russia and Iran and maybe other parties are coordinating. But the the immediate attack on the, on Rebecca and the hacker community is is over. JJ, you get the final feedback. What do you think? Like I said before, I, I really appreciated that uh, Kurt being a quote-unquote beginner DM. I'd say he's an experienced role player, but beginner DM. Um, I like that he did a locations that were familiar to him. I also um, appreciate that he kind of took real-life uh, 
things that are happening now, like, you know, all these accusations about Russia messing with our election and everything else like that, and kind of spun that into our story as well. I, I, I like that a lot. Awesome. Very cool. Well, Kurt, thank you very much for running this. What would you call this adventure if you had to give it a name? Because I've just said it, so now you do. I got one if he doesn't have one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't off the top of my head. but I would say sw- swim with the sharks. Uh, uh, I was thinking sharks in the water, but swim yeah. with the sharks is better. Swim with the sharks. I'm going to write that. Um, SWTS will be the acronym that I use. AFTS, SWTS. Exactly. In the meantime, we're going to wrap this one up for now. We may revisit Kurt's adventure soon or at some point in the future. Appreciate your guys playing and letting me do it. Thanks for doing it. I had a lot of fun. Awesome. We'll wrap this one up for now and say... Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Spidey Sage. Spy. Spy penises. You want to say anything, Kurt? He said enough. Joe is gone. <laughs> <laughs> the preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.